So this is a guy who lives high on the hog and he has this Tammany Hall style attitude to power. And um, it is, it's the Chicago way, absolutely. Look, the, the Chicago way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago way. The Chicago way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand, defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river, Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Well, here we are. It's Christmas time. And that's when good friends get together and maybe one is like rude and then asks personal questions of the (laughs) other. And that's what I'm going to do. This is John Cass, co-host here of the Chicago Way. And I'm Jeff Carlin. And you're Jeff Carlin, co-host, and, uh, co-host Baker, here, yeah. Baker of Pie. Yeah, you went. You almost went into your spiel. Okay, yeah, no, good. Right. Uh, Baker of Cat Pie is master of cats. But here's the thing: in Christmas time, Jeff likes to, you know, take a break and have a good cup of coffee. And I was asking him about <laughs> whether he, before we came on, whether he grinds the roast, you know, roasts the beans and grinds. Like my cousin Vasily, who's like extremely particular, you know. <laughs> I believe the actual question uh, was: Am I one of these coffee fascists who oh, grind okay. my own beans and roast my own beans, John? There's some sort of defensiveness <laughs> attached. You kind of sound like uh, Adam Kinzinger when I'm asking you what, what's your next move going to be. Yes, exactly. Let's no emotion. I don't want any emotion, emotion here with about the beans. But how? Do, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like I said, I don't think my uh, I don't think my coffee routine is a, a political uh, stance. But I'm a uh, I don't know. I, I get whole beans. We get delivered whole beans from one of the, the roasteries in the town, and. I grind them up, and I have a big fifty-ounce French press. It's a stainless steel, and make my coffee that way. Because you know, otherwise, I got to buy one of these K pod where they are K cup things, and I, that coffee never tastes good to me. You and said, you said, uh, you said I have a fifty. The way you said it to me originally. <laughs> Yeah. Was like you like almost a vicious attack. Like I have a fifty inch, <laughs> fifty ounce, yeah, John, fifty ounce, right. fifty yeah. ounce. <laughs> it's not the size that counts. Yeah, I know, right? It's just the ounces, right? So yeah, it's good, huh? Mm-hmm. That's good. Look at him; he's sipping it now. <sighs> so good. Mm. One thing you have been doing while since we on the journey of going into the personal lives. Sure. Uh, and you're kind of like Dan Proft in this way that you never want to talk about your personal life. So I'm going to press it okay. just for Christmas. But, you know, <laughs> it's sort of easy. like, the, let's 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 know about Jeff. John. <laughs> right. Why it's all about you. Let's talk <laughs> about Jeff. Sure. And uh, as you're studying to become a teacher you're yes. in college to do that, you're also uh, besides doing this great job and. Uh, consulting at WGN as an executive yes. producer. You're also um, uh, de- delivering 
Um, baked goods, gluten-free baked, baked goods. Yes. So you got your 50, uh, 50 ounce press of coffee. <laughs> right. My 50 ounces of French press coffee. You're driving, mm-hmm. you're driving the delivery truck. Do you mm-hmm. ever, do you ever want to reach back there and grab like a <laughs> gluten-free blueberry yes. turnover or something? Turnover. Yes. Uh, you know, I would, the, the, the stuff we, we sell is, is fantastic. It's a little, little gluten-free, uh, bakery down the street from where I live. And, and it's, you know, small business family, um, women owned small business, you know, they sell gluten stuff, free stuff and, and vegan and dairy free stuff. And it's they have a proprietary blend of flour. It's really interesting. Do you ever bring um, it over to Lauren Cohn? Because I remember when she was like totally. Oh, that's right. Food, right? I, that's right. I should bring some to her. You know what? We should get her to ad, do an ad if they're interested. Voice over an ad on uh, the Chicago Way podcast for the gluten free people. There you go. Sponsorship. I meant sponsorship, mm-hmm. not ad. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I do. It's fun. It's, I shoot tour around the city. I visit all the whole, every Whole Foods in Chicagoland. I visit at least once a week, dropping off boxes and cases of of baked goods. Uh, I, I've learned the city streets pretty well. It's coming handy. I will say that uh, everybody needs to stop texting. Get off your phone. If you're driving, get off your phone. Uh, Put your phone down. That. It's so bad, and people don't do even realize do? they're doing it. What do you do? Because you're a professional driver, you know, closed course. Right? <laughs> right. But I mean, you see, you right. see, you see somebody like some stoner, let's put it that way, some stoner in a big SUV next to you and he's texting <laughs> and you're thinking, do I want to cut over into that lane and be in front of that guy? All right. That's, I mean, that goes through my mind all the time. And honestly, the biggest culprit, John, is uh, it's, it's suburban like housewives and moms and stuff because <sighs> they've got a million things going on. They're lives. great. They're great for uh, populating the planet. Yeah, no, but no, they're not. terrible for driving. Right. And and the I don't want to. Not a women driver thing. Not that. I'm not saying that. No, there's plenty of truck drivers and guys, you know, oh, worse. trucks. Or, yeah, who are yeah. just as just as bad. But I don't experience a lot of that in my suburban setting. But it's terrible, and it, and they don't even realize that people don't. They, they don't even think about it. That you know, you honk at them because they're on their phone. Like I'm keeping up with traffic. Like that's not the point. You're, you're yeah, dangerous. Yeah. You're not you know? looking at where you're going. I could have been stopped. You're going to rear end me. Right. You know, uh, I well, I think we need to get capital punishment back in Illinois <laughs> because I, I want you to. If you're if you're texting, you should be grabbed out of your car and killed on the spot in front of your family. I swear. <laughs> I, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, to each the and everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I. I mean. I, I sometimes I feel the same way, but I. Uh, I. I don't condone that, John. You know that. No, um, neither do I. I I'm just know. saying, just I for know. radio. I know, right? It's a rage thing at the time. Which road rage is terrible, but it's even worse. John is faux rage. See what I did there? It, it, Twitter faux rage. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, well, okay. We've got Twitter faux rage issues. I do. I have some. Uh, just the other day, uh, I I got I I saw a tweet of a fellow named Byron Cigio Lopez. Right. You know who he is? He's uh he's uh basically a communist or democratic <laughs> socialist, whatever yes. they want to call themselves. And he's a alderman of the twenty-fifth ward. Mm-hmm. And uh the other day, uh CWB, our friends at CWB Chicago called him out. And so I did too. I joined in because he was demanding 
to get he wanted to get rid of the cops in the 25th ward because mm-hmm. you know they're too right. oppressive you know the cops police oh my god you know let's defund them right they're the cause of all our problems apparently but then you had but then there's another problem where the uh little the, the white people get upset you know because that's all they care about is uh the peloteros you know the people selling <laughs> corn in the in and stuff in the from the push carts right like my grandfather used to do mm-hmm. and uh so they're getting slaughtered robbed shot all over a uh, little village in his right. ward so now he's demanding more cops for that so cwb said what do you want less cops or more what it, and i'm like you right. want less cops or more cops what kind of a moron are you you know make exactly. up your bleep in mind Here's his response. On December 18th, this was just a couple days ago, Byron Sigio Lopez, here's his response to me and CWB. Racist John Cass again to cover for corrupt officers and white supremacists. You keep white supremacists in your area. Two kids and are killed in our community. Have some respect. So what do we think of that, people? Uh, I mean, talk I'm about, a racist, right. a white a supremacist. Yeah. What, the what Greek, about is Greek supremacist? Yeah. <laughs> Greek I mean, supremacy. It's it's foolishness. I mean, it's this idea that that one, two things can't be happening at the same time. And two, is it, the way he writes this, it makes it seem like he, there are two kids were killed in this community by white supremacists. Okay. I mean. Well, that's all they have. They, that's all they have right. is the race and gender card. Right. Just I like mean, Lori, the same thing. Just like Kim and Boss Tony. It's all the same. They've destroyed the city. In right. my, my view, maybe not yours, but my view, the left has destroyed the city of Chicago. They're tearing the state of Illinois apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are fleeing. What can That's I say? For sure. I, 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 I just want to tell the truth here. Yeah. And, and to CW's uh, regard, they note in the story writing about him that at the end of the day, you know, the aldermen don't really, and older people don't really have the, uh, full say as to where cops go you know that's the police do that and you know it's just he's just making hay for hay's sake i don't know it's it's just doesn't make sense you know he's talking out of both sides of his mouth and his district is seeing less and less cops i mean that's that's what he wanted apparently and now well he's because he's, he's getting heat right and those, ki- those two boys that were shot at juarez at the high school right all right here's something i just i just heard from police police source and we're we're heavy on police sources today because guess yeah. what? Jeff and I know cops. We, yep. we we don't like hate on cops. We don't love them, but we don't hate on them. Right. We got a job to do, so do we. Yeah, tough job. So um I'm told that according to the source that uh school personnel at Juarez were contacted by detectives, you know, like what happened here? Who are these kids? What's mm-hmm. going on? No, I can't talk to you. I'm not talking to you. Uh, these are these are educators. So my advice to educators is, if the police are tr- are there to uh, to bust like uh, maybe uh, 
Benito and Juarez have two joints in their socks, okay, I'm not going to, you know, get mm-hmm. upset about it. But if it involves murder and gang assassinations in front of a school, I would hope that Chicago police and Chicago public school people could work together. Right. And all their people. <laughs> I mean, oh, and all their people like that losers. I mean, Digio Lopez. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's this. It's just he wants to say one thing and take credit for it, but then in reality, slaps he's a chewy guy, right? Is he? I That's... believe. I would imagine if he's a if he's in this city as a, an elected official and he's a you know, democratic socialist. I would assume he has to be tied to. I, I don't know. Maybe I. I kind of think now I've got a you know uh, you know that me and Chewy go back a while and yeah I like the guy and I like I, I, I'm gonna go watch Super Mario Brothers movie just to you know so I can, <laughs> you know <laughs> so I could get some material for his campaign. Oh boy, that's coming up now. Okay, after oh Christmas, gosh, right? After Christmas, we're gonna get you know focused on the main event, which is Mayor of Chicago. What do you think is happening now? As we wait for you know Christmas and New Year's, and then boom, January second mm-hmm. with you have hangovers, and boom, you know, yeah, slap. It's gonna be uh, it's on, but it's not on for Lori Lightfoot. I mean, uh, latest polling is uh, shows that she's trailing Willie Wilson, or she's beating Willie Wilson by two points, but she's trailing Paul Vallis and uh, by four points, and Chewy Garcia by almost. 13 points. Chewy's leading the pack. This is what, what it was uh, M3 Strategies based in Chicago. I mean, it's a it's a small to, 440 likely voters, so it's a really small snapshot, but right. that being Mikulski. said, yeah. right, uh, Chewy Garcia, 28% of likely voters would vote for him. Former pres- former Chicago Pools schools CEO Paul Vallis was polling at 19%. Lori Lightfoot at 15 and Willie Wilson at 13. And everybody it's a else. statistical tie here. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the, here's the race. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, let's give her the nod because she's the incumbent. Mm-hmm. Paul Vallis, Willie Wilson, and uh, Byron Sigio Lopez's friend, uh, Chuy Garcia, the Chapatista of Chicago. <laughs> and I love Chapas, even though I've never been there. And I'm sure that people can come to it any way they want. But to me, that's where the race is. It's Lori's uh, more people want her gone than mm-hmm. want her to be mayor. Yeah, and absolutely. that's just the truth of it because people know her now. They didn't know her when, when she was coming on the Chicago way and give me a hug oh, and right. giving you a hug. Remember those hug time? Remember the, <laughs> right. the hugs? You know? All right. Well, those were the days when she came in as the yeah. uh, agent of change and she was going to root out, you know, drain the swamp, wherever we heard that before, of Chicago politics. And, you know, then all of a sudden she decided, well, you know, I also need to bow before every little subset of the city. So... I'm going to promise everything to everyone and not do any of it. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. Come on. Since when did you get two little short people, a thin short person and a fat short person, <laughs> both in, and it's me, both and with hair on my back. I don't know about Lori. I don't want to even go there. But 
but you did. <laughs> but he had two people like this with short, stumpy legs uh, of the variety, the perfect, perfect physical construction of mountain runners and thieves so we could steal uh, other people's <laughs> sure. goats. Sure. I could steal your goats and get away with it because they're up Sturdy and dirty in the mountains. They're scampering on short legs, like messy, you know, but but <laughs> but he's Italian playing it pretending to be an Argentinian. But um yes, yeah, so, so so where are where are we on the lorry? Yeah, and then we were hugging in front of you. Yeah. You can't remember at the when she'd show up and uh, hi John, yeah. hi Jeff, hi guys. Oh Remember yeah, that little husky voice. You think, oh my god, she's so I know. cute. Little I, hat, I, I know. She oh, that little hat. Yep, the little felt fedora <laughs> and the sparkly yeah. eyes. Yeah, all that was fun. But I don't know if it's fun for her now. No, I mean it's it's. Yeah, I should, those numbers alone show you that she's <laughs> she's uh, playing from behind, as they say in in, in sports, yes. which is an apt description because like you said people are people are on to her people would see what she is i mean she's lost any of the young vote i think that was following her in i mean like my wife was all excited for her when she was elected too and hoping she was going to change things and right do do a lot of good for the city and and now she just can't stand her wants her just like you wants her to hop on the on the river and float away just float away Lori. On a kayak with a little like a rat, like a sail, you know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like a surfboard with a sail or something. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna have now the next, the next phase of this mayoral mm-hmm. campaign. More polls, more screaming, more. Ra- when does the race card come in? Is it already here? Like, are they gonna say? Because I, I noticed the Tribune in his wisdom did a story. Like, mm-hmm. will white white voters stay with Lori Lightfoot? So, in other words, if they don't like her now that they know her and they right. don't support her, they're racists, right? Right. Okay. But but what what's the next phase of that? What's happening with that? I I mean, we're gonna get slammed with ads that are gonna be pretty much saying that you know, telling people that Paul Vallis is, is somehow you know her even. Right, hurts hurts uh, any of my evil re- evil white Republican, even though like he grew up politically in the in the lap of Don Clark Natch, who sure. I call used right. to call I used to call her Whistler's mother, and Paul would call me and scream at me. You know, <laughs> don't what are you doing? You bleep bleep bleep. You know, and I'm like, well, she looks like Whistler's mother. Come on, knock it off. <laughs> but he that's that's a kind of. Phil Rock, uh, Don Clark, Netch Democrat that he was, yeah, and I she's mean, gonna, yeah. she's she and some of her media mouthpiece are gonna try to make him out to be, uh, you know, I don't know what Eddie Burke, right? I mean, that's the crazy part that, that every time I hear someone report something about, you know, the the race or what what have you, they give out these stats of the poll yeah, numbers, yeah. and it's always. You know, incumbent Lori Lightfoot and Congressman Chewy Garcia and Republican Paul Vallis. And it's like, wait a minute. First of all, it's an open election. So there's no, you're not, you don't say, you know, socialist Chewy Garcia. And wait, are these news people said? Yeah. All the time I hear it. And it's like, he's like, when they're trying to analyze, quote unquote, analyze the poll. And it's like, 
No, you're not. You're, you're, you're do you not see your bias sticking out in okay, front of your so face there? Which one, who's doing that? Is it WGN? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, I won't know? name names, but they're, really? uh, but I will. It's, it's certainly radio stations and it's, it's uh, across the dial. I mean, I, there are, it's not just limited to three letter stations. It's I've uh, been trying to get Jeff Carlin. I've been begging him <laughs> to write a column for a uh, guest column for johncastnews.com. Ding. And uh, you know, I've got to get surgery on the on the other shoulder. So it's it hurts, Jeff. It hurts to even type. It's you know, I just sit on my ass and I'm gonna get blisters just sitting on my ass and I it's hard to type. And I I was hoping that Jeff would be the media critic because wouldn't that be cool? (laughs) But I'm not a media critic. I mean, I, I, but that's what I mean. I'm perfect for it. Well, I, I, there will become a time when I'm, I'm ready to move to on to becoming a a teacher in, uh, and I'm ready. I'll I'll be ready to, to to speak my mind, John. I don't know if they'll ever, even after hanging out with me, you're going to have to, I think before the cock crows, you're going to have to disavow me three times at least. You know, I don't know, John Cass, <laughs> you know, in order to get your teaching job or maybe even like do a, you know, physics representation. Like how does skin react to boiling oil? Let's put John Cass in this cauldron and find <laughs> out, kids. You know, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Well, I don't, know I don't think we'll be doing do. that. But I'm yeah, sure. I you know I've thought about that, John. But I'm not worried. Eh. All right, buddy. I'll I'll, I'll take it on. I'll well, well it on. there's got to be a seamless transition to our next topic because you can see how we're doing this, like real radio veterans. But <laughs> um, the seamless transition I would go for now that I've mentioned it and broken the whole train of it is that it's Christmas time. It is Christmas time, and uh. I've got some issues of my own. I've got a house full of people coming over. My uh, brother's coming in from Romania. His boys uh, and Dina, the, my brother Pete, and his boy uh, son and and uh, daughters and Georgia, his wife. Are, are they all hunkering down at the uh, Cass compound? In the as the newspaper said, the sumptuous wood floors yeah sumptuous wood, sumptuous wood floors. so anyway you're and then you're gonna get snowed on heavily because it looks well, like there's a, I want, a blizzard coming through i want uh cold I, I mean all i want is in for my christmas is lumps of coal charcoal because you know i'm the bad boy always but i and i deserve to be punished but <laughs> i have barbecuing to do because i'm doing roast beef Nah. And I've always done it outside. And you know what? I'll be damned. If, oh, sorry, Lord. I didn't mean that. But I'll be darned if I'm going to uh, do it inside in some bleeping oven, like one of Betty's double ovens in the sumptuous <laughs> wood floor <laughs> mansion. So I'm going to work outside and uh, and with bad shoulders, and Jeff doesn't give a bleep, and I, I, it's okay. But wait, making it worse. These newscasters, I, I was l- listening to the news, and, okay, there's weather coming. You know, we know this, storms, uh, snow, whatever. And I'm remembering a guy you know, John Dempsey from WLS. <laughs> John. Loved the guy. Yeah. Good, go- good golfer. Hated to golf, but he was very uh, pleasant. 
but his voice would become like uh, nails on a chalkboard <laughs> by a teacher named Holga Krapnik, if there was such a teacher. Amazing. Nails on the chalkboard because he'd scream out his weather reports that would threaten your very life. Like, it's free. It'll be freezing and deadly freezing. And, and it would just drive me insane. And Jeff was <laughs> at both the, at the radio station at WLS then. Yeah. And Jeff and Michael Garay and all these uh production people were like oh they loved to hear that uh, freezing because that was am disc jockey voice control <laughs> yes i know right I, well I, I don't understand it i mean people get all upset because people are, are talking about the weather and they say they're hyping up the weather and whatever and i i get that i mean because they're scaring me it's freezing yeah well the alternative is people don't die then on, on the streets and people are, you know, hopefully not caught on, on Lakeshore Drive in the snow. Oh, and, remember that one? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I get it. People get think they blow stuff. I mean, this whole idea about where like, they, you know, we're naming winter storms now and then we're also naming wind events and it's like. What's okay. the what's the name of this? We're naming storms. Yeah, the name. It's I mean, not us as like collective, you know, everybody, but it's like the Weather Channel, which again, their whole gimmick is making money off of weather. So, no surprise there. Uh, but, but yeah, it's so yeah. So they name they name winter storms because it's 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 more scintillating. They can put up a headline, you know, Winter Storm Maria pounds Colorado, uh, fifteen feet of snow. You know, you know. Can you name it after women though? I don't know that there's. I don't know what the rules are at uh, the Weather Channel for naming winter storms. Um, well, well, I've got something, and I, I'm sure you can you can find a space for the uh, audio of this. Okay, but the city of Chicago is holding its first annual "You Name a Snowplow" contest. <laughs> Residents are encouraged to use their ingenuity and imagination, unquote, to create names by January 6, 2023. The city is going to pick the six names, top names, and each one will represent a plow yep. in the city's snow districts. And here's what she said. Chicago, no snow, said Mayor Lori Lightfoot. And we're, we count on our snow plow and drivers to be here every winter for us to make sure that the roads are safe. I'm thrilled to begin this fun and exciting naming process. Lori, are you a chumbalone? And do you think we're all chumbalones? <laughs> you got to name a snowplow? Name it after the legendary drivers. Name it after the, how about this? Poncino. One, two, three. You know what a Poncino is? What the drivers... It's coffee. You like your coffee and your fifty, your fifty ounce French press. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I've got a little glass one. Okay, and it's not metal. It's not stainless. And if it breaks, I'm I'm gonna cry. I've broken a couple. That's why I'm not stainless now. Okay, a panchino is coffee and like brandy or cognac or grappa okay. or something, whatever, to give you a little, you a know, little nip, little nip. It's for the blood. You know, right. keep you warm, and you have about six or seven of those, and then drive a snowplow and smash <laughs> in a bunch of cars. But um, 
That's why I might, my name I want to uh, nominate uh, is Dibs Destroyer. That should be a good, would be a good snowplow name. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, hello, uh, Alderman Lopez. You know, we, we t- attacked the Latino socialist at the beginning of this. So I should also attack the conservative Latino. Okay. Dog owner and lover and parent, concerned parent, Alderman Raymond Lopez, who's trolling Dibs people now. He's on social <laughs> I media. Know. Did you see that? Yeah. What? Ray Lopez. Trying, Ray, Ray Lopez is anti-dibs, apparently. And my God. I didn't I didn't think I'd expect that from him. So it's probably good he suspended his mayoral campaign because I don't think he could get far running on a on a policy of that. So that's the dumbest idea. <laughs> you know, that's dumb, dumber than even putting like a Virgin Mary, like in uh, the blue Virgin Mary as uh, dibs, which I hate. I think that should be another capital offense, okay? Okay. You use a Virgin Mary like on in dibs and they, they did that on in, in Dick Mel's old ward once and his ward superintendent. Yeah. I'm told and the guys were standing around, they didn't know what to do. Do you knock it down? Do you pick it up? And what do you do with it? You know? They needed a, they needed a, a direction. I would think you'd call a priest first before you touch it. But um yeah. Dibs, leave it alone. That's all I'm saying. Leave it the bleep alone. Absolutely, Dibs. Dibs lives on. Let's let's. Uh, it's a good system. We got to work it. Yeah, yeah. Well, John, before we wrap up and go, uh, I I think just want to take a moment to actually you'll know, be thankful for everybody who listens here and spends time with us every week, <laughs> listening to us discuss the news of the day and, and bring you some of the minds we think are, are saying some interesting things and some interesting analysis. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's it's always I, I always get a kick out of people sharing our stuff and and commenting on it and, and standing up for us when other people are trying to knock us down. And um, it's a lot of it's you know it, it makes me happy and I know um, it makes for a, a good reason to keep doing this and 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 it makes me it makes me popular at all our Christmas parties because. I've always got friends and family who are like, oh, yeah, how's John doing? You know, John, so. How's uh, that curmudgeon? Curmudgeonly, right. That, that's pretty much it. But they're always, they're, they're fans. Uh, so. Yeah. I, uh, I, so I thank them. I thank you. And, you know, of course, my family and everybody who helps you know, support me as well. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, 2023. Uh, next, another big year for for this household, hopefully. We've got our fingers crossed, Jeff. Yeah. You and Christine and your dad and uh, everybody out there. And for Betty and me and the boys, uh, got a similar sentiment. Of course, uh, every year I'm, I write that Christmas column. And this time I'm also, I also took a, uh-huh. Bodo with Betty of Zeus the Wonder Dog and me sitting before the fire. And we might use it as in the ad copy for the Chicago way. I like it. I did we did just get your Christmas card, John. You have a beautiful phone. Oh, I'm very lucky. And we were having a big fight right before we took that picture. That's another story. And we'll well we got it after Christmas and the new year. We'll talk about People with fight, fights after, during taking of 
the Christmas picture <laughs> because that's our that's our family. We're just argumentative, and we love, love each it. other. And uh, remember, everyone, that uh, God loves you, and He sent His only Son to love us and to teach us how to love each other. And I think there's one thing we can do. Besides listen to Paul Harvey and that story about the birds and the farmer. You ever heard that one, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. Um, because when he said the farmer, the far- farmer was trying to save the birds on a frozen night. And the farmer said, uh, he was getting frustrated because they wouldn't go in the barn like to protect themselves. And he said, if only I could be a bird and speak to them in their language, maybe they'd understand. And I thought, you know, why, why was Paul Harvey one of the great American broadcasters? Because he understood stuff like that. Yeah. And for uh, Jeff and for me, for Christine and for Betty, for our boys and for Mr. Carlin, Jeff's dad, and for all our families, to all of you and yours, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from the Chicago Way on WGN Plus. <laughs>